Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to the Rhythm of Life with my brilliant, brilliant guest, Bill Bailey. If you've not heard part one yet, go find that first. So, we finished off part one talking about what you feel when you feel like quitting. And what makes you go back? What makes you go, okay, I'm going to give this another shot? Uh, well, I think what happened was um, it, we got to a point where I was in a double act for a number of years mm-hmm. and um, called the Rubber Bishops. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we played all the kind of clubs and we, 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 we went and played overseas, we played in Holland and uh, Belgium and places like that. And then I think it just it got to the point where we went kind of getting on yeah. know, to the next level. We kind of mutually came to a point where we decided to stop mm. and part ways. Martin, my comedy partner, he was he's starting a family, quite an amicable sort of parting of the ways. Yeah. And so then I then went to Edinburgh Festival and that was the real turning point, I think. I did an hour show. And for for like working comics, an hour was a long time. Yeah. You know. Most of the time we only did twenty minutes. Oh, wow. You know, you do you could do five gigs a night. You do one, two, four, you know, you could add them up, you know, you were buzzing around the town doing gigs here and there. So to go and do an hour was a big deal. So um, and that was that was a show I wrote called Cosmic Jam, and that was the real that was the game changer. I was doing this show late at night, half eleven. Not many people in. Chris, you know, um, my wife, she was out the front leafleting, handing leaflets. Free show, free show. Oh, Come wow. and see a free show. And it went really well. And I spent a lot of time on it. I spent all my money on it. Mm. I, it cost a fortune. That then you know you have to fringe registration and you have to pay for the accommodation and the adverts and the thing it's a it's a lot of investment a lot of money yeah and uh i'd written a lot of this show and then i did a preview of the show and I did, the preview had gone badly like really i was like oh god really? this, is, this, is, this is disaster and then <laughs> so i was thinking well let's see how it goes anyway people started to come and then word of mouth got out and then after about a week of shows i looked out in the audience and it's full of TV stars. It's full of famous people off the TV. So I think, oh, something's going on here. What the hell is this? And then the next minute, I get offered, I get a deal, I get a three DVD deal, a tour, and then it was sort of like it's been nonstop ever since. And how, OT. how long? <laughs> how long has it? What was that whole process from coming back to actually it hitting off? I guess about two or three years wow. uh, of like thinking, ah, oh, this is not happening, mm. and then gradually sort of getting to a plateau and thinking, well, I have to take a risk here. I take a really have to kind of go out on a limb, yeah. Put everything I got into this show and see what happens. Was that scary? Was that scary to go? Look, this is the last shot. I'm giving it, and it has it has to yeah. work. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's a big risk. You have to because. You know, the, like the Edinburgh Festival, there's, there's hundreds of shows, thousands mm. of shows. 
And to get noticed is, a, is, is difficult. It's a big showcase. It's like mm. a gigantic trade fair for comics, really, as well as a lot of other performers. And so you really want it to work. You really, you know, and, and we, we, we literally, like, all the money I'd earned from gigs, I put into this show. Yeah. It was like, well, <laughs> here we go. You know, if this here doesn't work, I don't know what. And so that was it. You know, you've got to take a risk. That's another big life lesson. You know, take a risk now and again. Yes. Dance the Paso Doble. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching one of your shows. Actually, we watched it together. And you came out of a spaceship and you had a mask on. Yes. You love to rock hard yeah. at, at your gigs as well. Absolutely. I love to. I love music, you see, I love, since a, a little kid. And so I guess comedy is a way of being able to be a real rock star. I can do comedy. I love spoken word. You see, I think I love the spoken word, but I love yeah. music. So this is a perfect way. It's a kind of combination of the two. I get to do what I want to do. So where does the idea come? Okay, so I love music. I love comedy. I'm going to put them together. Where does that idea uh, come from? Well, I think the thing was originally I when I taught myself guitar, the guitar, just by the, the practicality of it, the guitar is a portable instrument. So it's kind of handy. You can just take it with you to mm -hmm. a gig. And so it becomes a kind of quite a good accessory, a, a thing that you can just take with you when you're going to a gig. And so the Edinburgh show was a, was a big change because I was in one mm. venue for three weeks. So I didn't have to mm. cart all this gear around. I was there installed in the theater so I could have more kit. I could have more stuff. So I had a keyboard yeah. and I had a synthesizer and I had drums and I had a da, 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 da. so suddenly using the piano was a, a completely new doorway opening into comedy. It was like, wow, this is something I never even thought of before. It was all about the history of music. It was all about classical music. It was all about harmony yeah. and melody and deconstructing the way music works. And suddenly a whole seam of comedy opened up that I never hitherto thought was possible. So that really was a, was a big moment. It was like a, a milestone in, in my career. Do you still see yourself now as a comedian or an actor or... Dancer is what I see myself as, mainly. <laughs> no, I think... I, do you know what? Um, I'm always going to be a comedian. That's it. That's what I am. It's in the blood. You can't change that. I, yeah, I love, yeah. I love being, having jobs where I get to be in films or, or TV stuff because you're part of a team you know you're collaborating with other people and your pressure's off a little bit it's not just all about you you know you get to do other people's words and uh it's good fun but uh comic that's who i am so how do you go from the stage then to the screen onto tv to the screen uh well i think that um you learn a lot as a comic you learn a lot about timing you learn about a lot about performance you learn how to sort of craft jokes routines and so you get to know how to perform i think that's the thing and so when you come to tv or film you've already had a lot of experience in front of an audience and audiences are very you know that's a, it's a great way to to learn how to perform it's it's good stuff and and so i remember when you got came on to strictly uh one of the professionals josh assistant was like oh my goodness bill bailey and black box that was literally my whole up 
upbringing. That was a culture in its own, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess it it, it has. It's become it's become a cult show. When we were recording it, we just you know you you kind of get to you know then you think oh this is really this is really funny it's really different we're improvising we're having fun with it there's a kind of spontaneity about it which we're trying to capture on screen and I think that's what mm-hmm. happened but yeah lots of people love it especially in Australia yeah <laughs> a lot yeah. of Australians I know it's massive there Josh is Australian so do you get the same buzz from doing shows like that as you do comedy on stage. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a different kind of buzz. Like, you know, live is very much instant. It's an instant kind of uh, hit. You know, like mm. you, you, your audience is right there. You're performing. You're in the moment. There's a kind of a spell which is cast in that situation between you and the audience. Yeah. But when you're recording something... I guess the pleasure is seeing it back. I think that's the thing. It's a different, it's like once delayed, you know, like the live thing is right there in the moment, but you record something, a TV thing, a performance, Mm -hmm. you might not be aware of it at the time you're focusing, but seeing it back, seeing the finished product, I think that's where you get the the satisfaction. Do you watch them back? Because you don't even own a TV. Well, we, (laughs) how do you know? How do you know that? (laughs) Just called you out there. What? Because you told me. I, I, I must have been exhausted when I told. I was worn out. I was wearing a some kind of brace. I was delirious with exhaustion when I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. But it's true. We do. We have got a TV now. We're not one of those people. Oh, now? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like a comedic thing. I thought comedians were like, "Oh no, we're not going to own TV." Well, we we're just not yeah. What do you think? We just we don't have TVs. No, we don't have that. No, we live like a very simple. We're like sort of like the little house on the prairie. We just every night we do needlepoint and whittle. I just whittle every night, whittling sticks. <laughs> You're going to get a TV? No, we do not have a TV in the house. That is the work of devil. That is Satan's work. Keep that from the house. We will stare at God's sunset and not at this evil machine. We're not like that. You did tell me you didn't have a TV. You're like, nah, I don't watch it back. I used to say, Bill... Are you going to watch It Takes Two back? Or the no, show I don't no. watch, because I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that. I was there. I knew what happened. I knew what I said. I don't need to watch it back. <laughs> uh, and, and in your opinion, how how does that, all of that, doing all the panel shows and having all this amazing career differ from Strictly? There's something about the show about Strictly which is it has this enormously wide appeal to an enormous um, age group I mean all all kinds of people watch it you know like as soon as I started to talk about I said I was going to be able to doing the show all these Strictly fans came out of the world oh yeah we always watch it we had a whole family we watch it and I was like I've never I've never have pegged you as a Strictly fan you know what I mean and suddenly all these people coming yeah no we always watch it every year so it was uh different if we go if we go back to the first dance, cha cha, yes. pata pata. Yes. Tell me what was going through your head. Well, 
I'm not going to say what was going through my head. I want to know what was going through your head. I know head, what was so. going through your head. I could see it in, on your face. Shut, shut, shut. So, <laughs> good. I still get the chills when I hear that. That music that they play just before the... Boom, 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 boom. Dancing the cha cha cha. I was like, Ugh! like my heart rate would suddenly leap, ding 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 ding, ding like this, because it's like there's no going back now. This is live. There's no. no like you can't stop it. It's like a, it's like a runaway train. We're at the top of the roller coaster, dancing the tick 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 the cha cha cha. You know. So um, well, what was going through my mind was well, here we go. I've got to fling myself into this. Yeah. I have to throw myself in 100% because I think that that's what I, from the beginning, I thought that's how I'm going to have to do this. I can't, I, I can't mm. half do this. There's no half measures. You yeah. know, I, I, I yeah. know, I know, I think, well, if I'm not technically, it's not as proficient as it should be. I'm not, I, perhaps if I miss a few steps and I lose my way in it, at least somehow the kind of, the energy of the performance will kind of carry me through. That's what was going through my mind. And I better get this right as well, because Ozzy's going to have a few words to say. <laughs> I just remember rehearsals. Rehearsals was, they were always so difficult. And I get asked this question all the time. Like, people go, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? And how was rehearsal? Was Bill a complaint? You never once complained. Like, even when I could see you were in pain. But the first rehearsal, mm. you walked in, we did a little dance, and then I was like, oh, he's really, he, he can, he can, he listens. That's what I wanted. Remember, I was like, if you can listen yeah. to me. We'll be good. That's all yeah. I need you to do. And you were listening. And you were so into it. You were so invested that I had to keep making it more and more difficult. Do you remember? Yeah, I do, yeah. It's like because, you know, the, you would say, oh, well, we'll try this. And then, okay, well, we'll give that a go. And then I really wanted to do it because I think I, think I told you right from the very start, I think that I didn't want to kind of let, myself down didn't want you down and i always think that you know professional dancers you're like you you dedicated your life to this art this this wonderful skill mm. and i don't want to be that guy like you say i don't want to be that guy that just comes in and goes oh i'll just i'll just sort of muck about and kind of half do it and you know it'll be yeah. funny no i didn't want to do that i always want to commit a hundred percent to something and and at least try and approximate it get to the point where i'm sort of learning something i'm learning from you and i just thought i'm never going to get this opportunity yeah. so i really have to give it the full attention and yeah and when i well, but when they give me the gold trousers i was a little bit as i i don't know about this <laughs> i don't know whether this is the right I don't know. i'm not sure about this I don't know. I don't know. I remember we used to do that. I don't know. I don't know. And then we put fringing on the side of the gold trousers. No. Nah. And then we were like, Oh, for Take God's sake. Off. What do I look like? I look like a pharaoh. <laughs> like a, these trousers have been exhumed from a pyramid. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, for professional dancers, one of the biggest thrill for us is to see your face after yeah. the dance. But I want to know from you firsthand, you've just done this dance 10 million people in the UK are watching you. How does that feel? Ah, it it felt amazingly liberating, I think. That's that's what the, the overriding sense I got was. A tremendous relief that I got through it without falling over, doing some terrible, making some terrible error. Yeah. You know, I'd sort of I thought, well, whatever else happens, I've fully committed to that and I was I was absolutely beaming from ear to ear at the end of it. I was like this is the best fun. And you know and I look back at that dance and at the end there's this great just grin on my face because it felt fantastic. And once you re- once you realize you once you realize that actually the more fun you get is from the greater commitment then I think, well, this is how I'm going to do this. This is how this is yeah. going to work for me. And I remember, I remember week two. I said to you, we don't have a lot of time to turn it over. No. Quick step, ballroom. Let's talk about your posture. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, listen, I've had so many comments about this from people saying, wow, your posture was really improved. And I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> of course it was. Because I was I was strapped <laughs> into a device and uh, I couldn't move. I I don't think people realise that you actually made me wear a neck brace, the sort of thing that people wear for when they've had whiplash, and then to keep my chin up, you stuck a, the shoe brush into the into the actual neck brace. But the shoe brush is a dancer's shoe brush. It's got spikes, sharp spikes on the bottom, right? So when if my chin went down like that, I got a jab of a spike into the bottom of my chin. I mean, there's all manner of uh, and then, devices. And then I got you a posture corrector. A posture corrector, yes, which I still wear to this day, which is brilliant. Yes, very good. And then I remember I put sticks on the back of your yes. arms so that your arms, your elbows can. My stay elbows up. were staying up like this. And I was like this, strapped into this device. <laughs> and then he would say, just dance. Just jig up and down. Dance up and down for like a minute and a half. Like this. And I was thinking, yeah. I don't know, is this fun? Am I having fun yet? I remember, I remember then I took another stick and I put it down yeah. behind you. It was, it was ridiculous. It was like some kind of medieval torture. But you did it. Like, you would dance and just jump in this this instrument, this machine that I've created yeah. for three minutes. I used to make you jump up and down for three minutes. And yeah. I'm like, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep jumping. That's the longest three minutes of my life. And, uh, and you know what? I was thinking, I'm not going to give up. There's no way I'm giving in. It's like, I'll do it. 
Yeah, even though I could barely move, I was like, there's no way I'm showing a weakness to Oti Mabuti. <laughs> no, but you know what? But I loved it. I think that was one of my favorite weeks. And it was amazing. And that was the one where the elephant was floating and we got complaints. Oh, people thought there was a real elephant in the studio. <laughs> I actually got a woman saying, I can't believe you, Bill. Very disappointed that you would allow a live elephant into the studio. It's very cruel. <laughs> and I had to like, I had to reply to her going, no, it's not. It's a, it's a digitally artificial recreated cgi elephant uh, really but did you see that there was a crocodile that walked in i did see that yes and- <laughs> yeah they didn't mention that oh yeah the crocodile's fine you can have that <laughs> yeah that's fine i don't want you to do what you like with them i don't like crocodiles yeah you can treat them as badly as you want but an elephant you get an elephant in there while i sit i'm i'm writing to the bbc <laughs> which dance was like your favorite favorite dance uh do you know what there's a lot so many of them i love 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 that dance we did in the final which was the more yes. the sort of having learnt all of these things over the few weeks like the hand position arm position posture all of those things were improved seeing that dance yeah. in the final i was like wow the, i can i mean i yeah. even i can see well, I'm watching all the things, but I'm thinking, yeah, that's much better. That's improvement. It's, it's, yeah. you know, and it was such fun to do. So that maybe that's one of right up there. Um, and I loved, but I loved the Paso Doble. I loved that. The Paso. That was great. I loved that. Oh. But the Paso was another one where I was like, I am going to tie you up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, stop looking down. You look down. Bill, stop Don't looking look down. down. Bill, stop looking Don't look down. down. I was like, oh. <laughs> I know. So that was a good one. I love that. I love that, the Paso. And I guess the one which everyone was the sort of the point at which everyone thought, wow, this is, these guys, he's a contender, was, was the rapper's delight. Yeah. So much about it, which um, I, I realized was, it, it had such important significance in my life because the song itself was that was the, my first. Um, exposure to rap as a music style and it was Mm. uh, left an enormous impression on me and when my friend from school said she has a vivid memory of me freestyling the whole thing at a party on my 18th birthday I just thought my god this song has been in my bones in my blood my whole life almost you know my whole adult life and so to be able to dance to it it was just like such a joy but yeah, it's it's difficult. It's a complex yeah. dance. There's a lot of elements to it. Uh, it. It's and and I guess from your point of view, because we're not in hold, you have to sort of mm-hmm. like it's quite scary oh. because I'm loose. I'm loose on the dance floor. Oh my! That whole week, remember with that rapper's delight. The, the thing that made me just I remember when we got up to Claudia's. Um, the claudatorium yeah. i just fell to the floor just because of the the kind of the, the not the stress but the the events of the week there yeah. was one point during the week where i was in the corner crying <laughs> <laughs> counting and going bill i just need you to take six steps forward <laughs> and you would take six steps back and I would just be like, what is this happening? I just I know. walk one foot in front of the just other. Walk. And you, walk just forwards. walk. Walk forwards. I can't. I can't do that. I've forgotten how to function as a human. Just walk forwards. I can't. I can't do it. 
that was the memory. Like I was, the whole camera crew was around both of us, and the room was really quiet. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Are you okay?" And I couldn't even speak. I just had tears in my eyes. They're like, "Do you want chocolate?" I was like, "I don't want chocolate." Nothing. I want Bill to go. Just forward. make him walk like a proper human. I know it's hard, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, when you when you're a non dancer. And you have someone yeah. like you, who's this super dancer, says to you, just walk. <laughs> and you think, well, I can't just walk. That can't be right. <laughs> There's got to be some other, like, special secret way of walking that dancers have. I better, I better no. do that. And then they go, no, just walk, just walk. <laughs> what, what, like this? No, not like that. <laughs> oh, it's it Honestly, no. we only got that. It was, like, literally just before the... The on. live, yeah. the live broadcast, and we're we're yeah. still learning it. Going, what is it again? The paper goes up there, and the thing, and oh. the thing. And I was like, and you're like, the paper's upside down. The paper's upside and, down. And I, was, I don't know. Oh my gosh! The briefcase, the like, hat. The, the, there's too much <laughs> stuff. But I tell you what, it was. It was the adrenaline of that moment, which somehow yeah. I, I, I sort of came together on the night, and that sometimes the greatest things happen when you're in that moment you know yes, what i mean and yes. there's something great happened there it was something really special happened it was like it, it just everything I, gelled I remember the the dress run i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> this is not right no. this is not happening and then i was like okay bill we're going back to the changing room we moved the yes. whole remember we moved our whole changing room took all the furniture out and i was like let's go yeah and we just was rehearsing, rehearsing. It. And then on the night, you just, you were amazing. You were amazing. Oh, thanks, Oti. It was one of those moments I'll always remember. I'll never forget that. So we go yeah. from that moment to then winning. Yeah. Strictly. You're in the final. So the final was a, a day which was a long day, wasn't it? It started very early. We were at the studio by 10 to 7 in the morning, dancing the oh, first God, dance yeah. at like half 7 in the morning. Yeah. And it was intense because three dances, that's the thing. There's three dances we have to do. Two of them we, we've danced before, but learning a new dance as well. Yeah. So there's a lot to learn, a lot to get through, a lot of costume changes, a lot of steps, a lot of different mood changes, a lot of different dramas in each one. And also, it was a day that was charged with emotion as well, because this was the day. Didn't you remember? Yeah. We sat there. We just rehearsed the quick step, and Tim Davy, who's the yeah. new head of the BBC, comes over and says, "Oh, hello, I'm Tim, head of yes. the BBC. Um, there's going to be a lockdown after the show, literally the next day, and that's it. Christmas is yeah. cancelled. So suddenly, we're thinking, right? This is so. This is kind of the, the almost like the last hurrah." This is the last bit of, uh, you know, this fun, this kind of amazing thing that we're doing. Joy. And tomorrow it's going to be shut down. So there was it, all day that, that was preying on, on our minds, I'm sure. And I I, I thought, you know, I, I was love, looking forward to the quick step. I And the, I was hoping, well, at least in Rapper's Delight, hopefully I'll get the glasses the right way up this time. And not <laughs> I, won't, I won't mess up. the. But the show dance, I think, was the one. The show dance, yes. I, I seriously think this is the point at which we won. I think that's the yeah. thing that made the difference, I think. Yeah. Because it, it yeah. had amazing intensity and drama to it. And 
it was just the combination of all of the things that I've learned over the last nine or ten weeks. All of them yeah. were sort of put in because you spent all that time with with Josh and with Ash and Ash, to yeah. kind of create a sort of this wonderful like a collage. It was like a a, a, um, a combination of all of these elements Stories, of different yeah. dances. And so we're standing there and Tess says, your winners of Strictly Come Dancing yeah. 2020 are Bill and O.T. Yeah. What goes through your mind? What goes through well, your mind then? It's in the, one of those situations when you hear a name and you think that it's there's someone it's someone else. You know what I mean? Like I was a Bill and oh Bill and Oti. Oh that's nice. Bill and Oti. Oh wait, wait, that's I us. I was watching I was watching that back. You and I are bobbing like this. We're going to do do Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I cuz I it, it was so it was it was unexpected and it was so surreal and I just sort of I heard the names and I was I was all ready to go oh congrats well d- what and then it was like no that's us what and that's why I was sort of so it was such such amazing an amazing moment and I think um you know it was the relief and the and also the there's a lot of it was amazingly tense wasn't it as well it was quite a tense mm. show and mm-hmm. the, all the work all the effort that we put in over the weeks it suddenly kind of it's like an a, all of that came out in that moment and um yeah it was a it was a wonderful thing um uh, it was a wonderful moment i think which you know it's it's one of those things where we we haven't yet properly celebrated <laughs> No, but we can. Yes, now we can. We yes. will soon. Well, Bill, I must say that was probably the highlight of my career and knowing oh. you has definitely been one of the best, best, best friendships that I've I've ever had. And I just also want to thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and telling well, your story because it's been funny. Yeah, I've loved it. Thanks, it's Oji. It's good to see you. It's really good to see lovely you. Lovely to and, see you. And honestly, I just think that we we uh, we had a great. I mean, I know it's a word that's used over and over again, almost to the point of cliche. But the word journey, you know what I mean? And everyone yes. goes, "Oh, the journey, oh, the journey." But it was. It definitely was. And I think yes. that's what people saw. They responded to that. And you know what? And also our friendship or something, which was which was great, was really special. And I hope that we'll stay friends forever. We will. And I've got something for you. For me? I just want to show you something. I don't know if you can see this, right? Ah! Uh... This is a letter. I want to read it out to you. This is from Evie, and she's nine years old. She sent me this letter. I've only just gone through all my mail, and I found this thing. It's us, look, see? We're winning. Oh my gosh. We're winning Look strictly. Winners. And I like the fact that we're both the same colour. <laughs> <laughs> we're both orange. Anyway, orange. it says, you're saying wow and I'm saying yes. And there's Strictly Come Dancing. There's the ballroom, the, ball, the, the glitter ball. And it says, this is the letter. It says, dear Bill Bailey, well done for winning Strictly Come Dancing 2020. And I cannot believe that Oti has won two times in a row. But a special thing I wanted to tell you was I voted for you every week. And then she says, except the Halloween week because my mum was scared. (laughs) But she says this. This is the thing which really almost touched my heart in a very deep way. She says this. I never stopped believing in you. Right. 
and she says, and the special message for you is never give up. Just try your best until you succeed. That's Evie, nine years old. Beautiful, isn't it? That is beautiful. Never, ever, ever give up. What an important lesson for us to learn. Thank you so much, Bill, for coming on to my podcast, The Rhythm of Life, and telling us all about the rhythm of your life. Thanks, Oti. See you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 